0: Is It Transphobic will be addressing issues of transphobia and transmisogyny. We may also address issues of racism, classism, ableism, and various other intersectional issues in this podcast. So this is a trigger warning. The panelists on Is It Transphobic will also use strong language. So listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. On January 21st, 2017... Mm -hmm. The Women's March took place. This was the day after Donald Trump's inauguration as President of the United States. While the Women's March organizers tried very hard to make sure this was not an anti-Trump rally, an anti-Trump march, the anti-Trump vibe was definitely felt. But this was not about one person. This was about so many other things that yes this one person stated that he would be working towards whether it's ending uh, protections for lgbt folks whether it was deporting a number of people uh, immigration lgbtq rights body autonomy of uh, uh, the right to have a safe and legal abortion all of these and many others Were the reasons that we came together to march on Washington, Boston, Chicago, Los Angeles, and many other major cities throughout the United States. I myself traveled to DC to participate in the Women's March. Now, even though I'm a New Yorker, I felt like it was more important to be in the place that our 45th president was going to be. I was never going to stand out, but I wanted to feel that impact. It was fantastic being in a space that was intended to create unity and show the incoming leaders of this country what we believe in. What we essentially believe in is freedom. Freedom to organize, freedom to speak, freedom to exist in our own damned country. But many other trans and non-binary individuals did not have as unenjoyable of an experience, and I want to acknowledge that and talk a little bit about some of their concerns. Before I continue, the Women's March was not a woman-only event. But it was organized by women and had a, a huge emphasis on a lot of issues that many people feel are women's issues, which, let's be fair, are human issues. That said, the main problem I've been hearing from my fellow trans and non-binary folks is that because of the sheer amount of vagina imagery and the focus signs paid to uteruses, ovaries, and other reproductive organs, many associated with physically carrying a child, and many folks felt that this was transphobic, or at the very least questioned it. Now no, I'm not arguing whether the partner who provides semen in the act of creation has a say over what another person does with their body. And no, it is absolutely not transphobic to talk about or take a stand in favor of being pro-choice. But sometimes the language can be. So before we go there, let's look at the organization. On the organizational front, Janet Mock, a prominent trans woman of color, was a speaker and was one of the authors on the Women's March on Washington's Unity Principles. Now no, having a trans person on the board doesn't immediately get the trans stamp of approval, and this was only the Unity Principles for the March on Washington, as opposed to all the marches throughout the country. But the Washington March was the march that all the others drew inspiration from. The unity principles that pertain to trans and non-binary rights include... We believe in gender justice. We must have the power to control our bodies and be free from gender norms, expectations, and stereotypes. We must free ourselves, our society, from the institution of awarding power, agency, and resources disproportionately to masculinity... To the exclusion of others. The other principle that was very prominent was we firmly declare that LGBTQIA rights are human rights, and that it is our obligation to uplift, expand, and protect the rights of our gay, lesbian, bi, queer, trans, or gender nonconforming brothers, sisters, and siblings. This includes access to non-judgmental comprehensive health care with no exceptions or limitations, access to name and gender changes on identity documents, full anti-discrimination protections, access to education, employment, housing and benefits, and an end to police and state violence. So, from a structural standpoint, the march said their unity principles are trans-inclusive. Which is great! The main source of contention amongst the trans community seems to have been from the use of pussy-based imagery. Pussy hats, pussy costumes, pussy signs. In a lot of protest and women's activist spaces, there seems to be a narrative of all women have the same experience of having a vagina and internal reproductive organs. If this were what was being communicated, then this attitude denies trans women of their womanhood as well as trans men of their manhood, and defines everyone regardless of gender by their anatomy. I might agree with this sentiment about this particular set of marches if the person sitting in the office of president didn't state that he feels that he has the right to grab any woman by the pussy. This use of pussy imagery, pussy hats, worn by people of all genders, felt, to me, more of a reaction to this specific statement than an entire movement based on this message. Maybe if he hadn't made this statement, I might feel differently, but this felt like a direct reaction. I've definitely seen some signs where folks made statements which link these pieces of anatomy as intrinsic to gender or sex, and that's where we run into some trouble. Language where gender and experience is linked to anatomy is transphobic, however, talking about your right to protect body autonomy and the need to keep other people's hands, tiny or not, out of your underpants is absolutely not transphobic. If a person says something like, my body, my choice, That is a universal message and statements like keep your laws out of my uterus are not about these pieces of anatomy being necessary to be a woman or denying someone's gender for having them and portray body autonomy. So was the woman's march transphobic? It wasn't trying to be. Well does that matter? No. But they did try to create the atmosphere, successful or not, where transphobic behavior is not part of their ethos. While I was on the ground, I was asked, do you prefer sir or madam? And then I was told, pardon me, madam, multiple times as people moved past me. Someone did assume my gender incorrectly. Then when I corrected them, they apologized, changed, and then asked me if they could move past me as well. Now, your mileage will vary, and I was not in every city. But as far as transphobic crap is concerned, I didn't experience as much transphobic BS as much as I witnessed a lot of solidarity and the building blocks to fix future and current issues. Should we expect perfection? Sure. But personally, I'm willing to accept incremental change so long as we are actually working towards change, understanding, and crushing systems of oppression. I'm okay with this. You can disagree, but I wanted to put forth why I, as a trans woman, did find strength in the Women's March. I realize that I have been promising a lot of mini-episodes and only delivered one so far. We're going to try and change that. Uh, Part of the way that you can help change that is to subscribe to our Patreon. We have a couple of mini-episodes that are coming along the way, including the mini-episode where we uh, discuss how to have a conversation about systems of oppression versus individuals experiencing some form of oppression. And we've also got a mini-episode where I sat down with Kelsey Jefferson Barrett and had a good friend of mine, a professional actor, Laura Fox, do a dramatic reading of uh, his story, My Teacher, My Enemy. So there's some good stuff along the way, but we really need the cash flow to fund it. So please... Rate us on iTunes, go on Stitcher, download us anywhere you can find us. Go on SoundCloud, put in comments, come to Patreon, and give us a little bit. Just two bucks a month, and that'll get you access to our mini-episodes right away. Is It Transphobic was produced, edited, and coordinated by Ashley Lauren Rogers. The it transphobic logo was created by Phoenix Sweeney, and you can see more of their work at tinylionroars.github.io. And the music you heard was Bruises by Unwoman.